Hello, Hawks fans, and welcome to another episode of the Kettlecast with your host, Forrest Willoughby. On this episode of the cast, we'll be talking about the Hawks' 108-103 win over the Toronto Raptors. The Hawks are again without Trey Young, Gallo, and the rest of the injured Hawks, but they're able to go into Tampa Bay and get a win. Without further ado, let's get into it. get another win. They're without Trey Young, Danilo Gallinari, DeAndre Hunter, Chris Dunn, John Collins, and Tony Snell. And like they did in Charlotte, the Hawks were able to still get the win. And they got continued strong performances from Brandon Goodwin, Bogdan Bogdanovich, and Clint Capella had a huge game. The Raptors were missing Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, and DeAndre Bembry. And this is really a game of two teams going in opposite directions. Um, it was one that went back and forth, and then ultimately the final score of 108-103, to this got a lot closer than it needed to in the fourth quarter, but the Hawks went down into Toronto and got a win, and it was really good to see the Hawks get the win without Trey Young, especially before their next game against the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, in the first quarter, the teams went back and forth. The Hawks would win the quarter 28-27, to uh, but the Hawks were doing a really sloppy job of taking care of the ball. The Hawks had five turnovers in the first quarter, and really it was those turnovers that kept the Raptors in the game. Um, the Raptors took the lead briefly. Gary Trent Jr., who had just come over from the Portland Trail Blazers in the Norman Powell trade, which thankfully the Hawks didn't have to see Norman Powell, who always kills us. Um, but Gary Trent Jr. was really trying to get going, and I thought the Raptors did a nice job throughout the whole game of really – guarding passes really well they were getting into passing lanes and getting turnovers where they were live ball turnovers that turned into easy transition points Um, and despite the Hawks shooting the ball particularly well they weren't able to build a huge lead or anything in the first quarter because the Raptors were able to stay close using those steals I mean ultimately Pascal Siakam would be the big player for the Raptors and the one who kept the Raptors in the game he had a huge night he played 40 minutes Uh, had 30 points, made only one of five of his threes, but his 30 points did a real big job of keeping the Raptors in the game. Now in the second quarter, the Hawks exploded. They tightened up and didn't turn the ball over nearly as much and outscored the Raptors 38 to 27 and went into halftime up 12, 66 to 54. And there was a really cool sequence at the end of the first half where the Hawks hit a shot to go up 12 and the Raptors were able to get the ball all the way up the court and Pascal Siakam was able to hit a shot with 0.6 seconds left in the half to cut the lead from 12 to 10. Solomon Hill grabbed the ball. He's able to run the entire end line when you grab the ball after a make, and Kevin Herter was sprinting down the uh, court, and Solomon threw a perfect pass to uh, Kevin Herter, who caught it in the air, laid it up before the uh, buzzer sounded, and the Hawks went up 12 at the half instead of just being up 10, and those two points would ultimately be very big because the Raptors were able to come all the way back in the game. Um, in the third quarter, the teams went back and forth. Both scored 24 points in the third quarter to keep the lead at 12. And then in the fourth quarter, the Hawks did a nice job at the beginning. The Raptors went on a little bit of a run, and I thought uh, Nate McMillan did a really nice job of calling an early timeout when Raptors 6-0 run and cut the lead from 12-6. to And it seemed like the Hawks were able to restore a little bit of order but the Hawks were kind of playing not uh, – they were, they were trying to close the game out 
and waste time before taking shots, and they fell a little bit into uh, just taking three-pointers when they were open at the end instead of just getting points. Um, the Hawks would be up 14 points with 2.38 to go, and suddenly the Raptors started chipping away. And in particular, Malachi Flynn, who was starting in place of Kyle Lowry um, and Fred Van Vliet, got really hot from three-point land, um, in fact, scored 15 points in the fourth quarter, and he was able to get the Raptors back into this game. And then suddenly, this game felt a lot like the game that the Hawks had played against the Raptors in Tampa again earlier this season, except for the roles being reversed, where the Hawks were able to take a 16-point lead and ultimately win on a Tony Snell three-pointer as the time expired. This time, it felt like the Raptors were going to be able to get the win. Um, Malachi Flynn suddenly could not miss from three. The first one he hit, he was pretty wide open. Uh, the next time, next possession down, the Raptors found him again, and uh, Kevin Herter was in his face, but he still hit a three-pointer. And then it was getting down, and it, you know, it was down from 11 to 8, from 8 to 5. And then Flynn hit a wild shot. He had a defender draped all over him, hit a wild three. And suddenly this game is a two-point game. Um with under a minute to go, and the Hawks were able to get the ball inbounds and get the ball to Brandon Goodwin. And Brandon, who had a solid game, had a very good game, and again played well instead being put into the starting lineup without Trey being there. But he missed two free throws the first two first time he got fouled by the Raptors and then was able to hit the free throws after that to ultimately keep the Hawks in the lead and you know, make up the final difference of five points of 108 to 103. But um, it was a game that Hawks really controlled and were up 10. They're up 12 to 10 points kind of the entire uh, second half. And then Malachi Flynn, not enough can be said about him just shooting uh, just wild shots. And it was kind of um, the Raptors didn't go to Flynn after he had gotten them within two points. Pascal Siakam, who, again, had a massive game, had those 30 points, six rebounds, and seven assists. He kind of went in and tried to draw a foul um, instead of kind of kicking it out to one of his other players. And um, Pascal had a good game, but he wasn't perfect. And the Hawks actually did a pretty good job of defense on Siakam. Um, I thought in the first half, Aneka Kangu did a good job kind of mirroring him. And then in this, he, he went into three Hawks defenders and tried to draw a foul. Um, and the Hawks played really good defense. I mean, they had given up. It looked like they were going to hold the Raptors under 100 points um, for a long time in this game. And the Raptors only had 16 assists, which is just not a lot of assists and really shows you they were missing Van Vliet and Lowry. But instead of get, going to um, Malachi Flynn, the Raptors would never you know, be able to get make up that lead and, and take any sort of lead at the end, and the Hawks were able to get a win. Um, looking at some of these performances, Clint Capella, you can't say enough. He played the entire fourth quarter. I thought that it was very clear that there was a difference. Aneka Kangu had a solid night. He played 13 minutes, was three of four from the field, made his only free throw at seven points, one assist and a steal. He made a nice little elbow jumper at the end of the shot clock when the ball found its way to him at the, as, uh, the shot clock was expiring, but there was a marked dif difference in the quality of teams when, uh, Clint Capella was on the court versus um, when he was off. And Nate McMillan rode that in the fourth quarter, and Capella played the entire 12 minutes. I think it's really good to see just from a health standpoint Capella be able to play those 12 minutes. 
He was 7 of 11 from the field, hit five of his eight free throws. He's starting to get a lot more consistent on his free throws, which is good. If he is able to hit free throws, he's going to be able to stay on the court, and teams won't be able to foul him and get Capella off the court. He uh, For 19 points, he had 21 rebounds, five of those offensive. Some of his offensive rebounds and tips are just amazing. In the first half, Neek was commenting on how one of uh, Capella's putbacks, he was able to tip it, and he wasn't even really in the paint. He was kind of further away from the basket than the paint and was still able to get the ball back up on the backboard and get it to fall. Um, he had one assist. It was a beautiful assist for a three-pointer, kind of in the short short roll, where the Hawks got Capella the ball going to the basket. Um, a bunch of Raptors defenders converged on Capella, and he was able to kick out to a three-point shooter, and he had one block. It was a massive block. Um, Malachi Flynn kind of got to the paint, and maybe in college it would have worked, but Clint Capella was right there and just volleyball swatted that offering away. Bogdan Bogdanovich just continues his hot shooting. He played 40 minutes, 9 of 18 from the field, 5 of 8 from three-point land, had 23 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal. Um, He just continues his strong play and continues to excel as being one of the focuses of the Hawks offense when Trey Young's not in there. Um, Bogdanovich seems to hit tough three-pointers more than he hits wide-open ones. But he gets the uh, offense organized. He is willing, a willing passer. Some of his passes are pretty strong, but um, he's just as willing a passer as he is a shooter. And it has been awesome to see him carry a bigger offensive load since um, a lot of the Hawks' big guns have been out. Kev, uh, Brandon Goodwin, again, he played 37 minutes, 6 of 12 from the field, 3 of 6 from three-point land, had 17 points, 4 assists, um, and a steal. Uh, excuse me, five rebounds, three assists. He was three of six from the free throw line. That was a little bit of a bugaboo and allowed the Raptors to get back in the game. Those two missed ones were huge. And uh, it it just felt like, you know, the Raptors are going to get the Hawks back for draining that three and beating them as time expired earlier this season. But Goodwin was very good. Again, getting to the basket, finding his teammates in advantageous positions, and just really doing a good job um, on defense as well. He can be a He's definitely the smallest player on the court when he's out there, and the Raptors tried to go at him. Pascal Siakam went at him a few times, and kind of whoever uh, Goodwin was guarding, the Raptors tried to get the ball and kind of post him up. And um, Brandon did a good job of being stout in the paint, and I thought his five rebounds really highlighted another thing that Goodwin does really well, which is he is aggressive going after rebounds. Um, He got knocked down by Clint Capella one time because he was so aggressive going for the uh, rebounds and Capella kind of dribbled over and picked Goodwin up but it's really nice to see the entire team to go after rebounds and that's a really big part of the Hawks defense they limit teams to one shot and then the Hawks are getting the rebound and going down the court um, whether you know the team makes a difficult shot you can live with that but limiting them to one shot is really big for the Hawks Kevin Herter had a solid game, 7 of 14, 3 of 6 from 3 for 17 points. He had 4 assists and a steal. He had one just rocket pass where he was on the right side of the court, kind of got to the elbow and flung a one-handed pass to a shooter right at the three-point line for a three. It's a pass that if uh, Luka Doncic throws it is on the top 10 uh, on ESPN every time. It was a rocket of a pass and just beautiful and it's good to see Kevin Herter get into that playmaking. He is, again, so good when he's being aggressive. 
He's really found a way to get his rhythm. If he's not hitting from deep early, he will get into the paint. And he's just big enough where he can elevate over pretty much anyone and get a good shot. Um, I just thought Kevin Herter did a nice job on the offensive side of the ball. And on defense, he was solid. Uh, finally, Solomon Hill rounded out the starters. He was 2 of 7, had scored 7 points, had a rebound, an assist, and a steal. And, of course, that assist was just QB1. Solomon Hill throwing just a dime to Kevin Herter to catch in the air and finish right at the end of the first half. Uh, the Hawks rode their starters a ton. None of the starters played under 30 minutes, but I thought the Hawks had strong performances off the bench. Nathan Knight looked a lot better than he did in Charlotte. He played 18 minutes, was 2 of 7, 0 of 2 from 3. It was very good to see Nathan taking the corner threes when he got them. He was not doing that in Charlotte, and so I was very um, encouraged that he was pulling that shot. And then he was able to get fouled on one of his three pointers. And he was two of three from there. He had five rebounds, two of them offensive and assist in a block. Um, of course, Nathan Knight had a dunk in this game. If he gets in the game, he's going to dunk it. Lou Williams played 25 minutes. He, uh, was three of eight, one of four on his threes, two of two from the free throw line for nine points. He had a rebound and five assists. Akangwu, again, had seven points and assists and a steal. And then Skylar Meigs came in, was one of three. Um, I thought did a really nice job, much better, again, than his stint in Charlotte. And it was just a really strong performance from the Hawks. They shot 48% from the field, 13 of 30 on their three-pointers for 43%. Now, they were 15 of 22 from the free throw line, and that's some place – they can definitely improve, but they had 21 assists, 13 turnovers. Again, five of those coming in the first quarter. They had seven steals, two blocks. Bench chipped in with 24 points. Um, just a really strong performance from the Hawks. The Raptors were really had three players go. Um, Pascal Siakam with his 30 points. Malachi Flynn chipping in 22 points, 15, 15 of them in the fourth quarter. All 15 came from behind the three-point line. He had five threes, really got going. And then OG Ananobi was 7 of 12, 1 of 5 from three. He had six rebounds and a steal. OG is such an interesting player. They started the game with OG Ananobi, who can play all the way up to the center position. He was guarding Bogdan Bogdanovich. And he's just a huge player who can really uh, get into the paint and kind of bully people. And I thought the Hawks did a nice job of keeping OG kind of out of the paint. OG did get 15 points, um, but the Hawks were able to limit OG and not really let him get going. He had five fouls, and I I thought the Hawks' aggression really kind of took OG out of his game. But huge win for the Hawks, pushes their record to 30 and 25 and continues. uh, They continue to have the four seed in the East right now. And just, again, getting these wins without some of their big guns is just not something you would see from the Hawks. Um, in the years past in the Trey Young era. And so for the Hawks to go in and beat a Hornets team in Charlotte and then come and beat the Raptors um, in Tampa Bay, it's just very good to see. The Hawks actually won all three of their matchups against the Raptors this season. And coming into the season, the Raptors had had the Hawks number. The, Haw- the Raptors had won the last 10 matchups between the Hawks and the Raptors. So um, real strong performances from the Hawks. And you hope they just continue to play good basketball going in and facing the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks are the team that are ahead of the Hawks in the uh, standings right now. They are in the three seed. And this will be a challenge in the measuring stick game for the Hawks. It'll be interesting to see how um, the Hawks react to playing a team in Milwaukee that is 
considered to be a champion contender and playing in their their own house. So um, strong win from the Hawks, 108-103. Really good performances from Clint Capella and Bogdan Bogdanovich, and hopefully they'll be able to carry that into Milwaukee. Thank you for catching this episode of the KettleCast. You can reach me at kettlecast at gmail.com. Go Hawks!